0: Welcome to Breath Break with myself, Bradley Young. We're going to be talking to DJs, producers, musicians, breath workers and mind workers about mental health, mental fitness and what we need to do to remove the stigma. In this second episode, I'm going to be talking to Mr. Sage Radar, founder of Breath Church and Breath Lab about an accident that changed his life and how he trained some of the top executives around the world. And welcome to the second episode of Breath Break. I'm really excited today. We've got New York's own, the Mr. Sage Raider. How are you, sir?
1: I'm all right, Bradley. How you doing, man?
0: I'm really good. I'm really good. What's going on? Where are you? What's happening?
1: I am in upstate New York, Beacon, New York. It's sunny today. It's beautiful. I live about an hour and 20 minutes outside New York City now, post-COVID, in the Hudson Valley. It's absolutely beautiful.
0: Nice. And what's your day looking like?
1: Mm. Well, I started my day at 5 a.m. I have a corporate client that I'm taking care of globally. So I was setting up links to take care of Europe and Asia and the wellness needs of the community that their offices have in Europe and Asia versus North and South America. So I started Mm. my day thinking about global wellness and the elite performers that are also waking up at 4 and 5 a.m. to get their day started. And I have a particular practice that I begin. It seems so silly that it's the most ridiculous breath practice in the world, but I try to fill my body with my breath and with lightness, like I was a balloon. So I elongate the inhale and I start with the tip of my nose and I go to the tip of my toes. I do that a few times and that's a part of the uh, the Russian circuit, this system of breathing that I'm currently obsessed with. So I start my practice there and then I tune my system to be in the calm and collected and present state that I need it to be so that I can help others who have extreme demands on their system.
0: Um, I'm just looking back at when we met, I think it was about 18 months ago, but I remember seeing you on IG and just being kind of blown away with the approach that you were taking to the breath. How did you get into the breath? Like, what's the backstory?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't get into breath because I needed to express my highest truth. I uh, I backed into breath because I was nearly dead, and uh, I was pretty heavy. I'd had a major accident, uh, industrial accident and injury in the workplace, and had been left on nothing but pills and terrible procedures for quite some time, well over a year. And I was nearly 320 pounds and mostly dead. And I discovered breathwork from a doctor who had introduced me to some basic Kriya breath and I used that to come back to life against all recommendations. I mean, I was told I was crazy and that I was definitely going to die so many times because of so many mishaps and every time breath brought me back. And so my mission has always been to work with opioid sufferers and chronic pain and people who deal Mm. with that level of intensity. I don't even like the word pain. It's just blinding sensation at a certain point. And so I learned how to train my brain with my breath to think differently about the signals. It's not that you're out of sensation or pain. You're just thinking about it very differently. And so I had a 20-year background in entertainment, movies. I went to Sundance and competition for the Grand Jury Prize. My first record got signed. My first book got published. My first stage show was all over at the Edinburgh Festival and International all sorts of stuff. So I I was very lucky to be able to express myself creatively. And then I found breath work in a near-death emergency. And I immediately came to the conclusion that the sum total of all of my creative experience and this new knowledge of breath and brain and science and spirituality was going to be the road forward. And it was going to be the thing that not only saved my life, but that I think I could offer to the rest of the world afterwards. Little did I know that we would be in the sort of extreme conditions we are in now. So it's worked out really quite well to have a life of childhood trauma and extensive pain, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and to be driven to extremes to deal with and manage that pain and to finally find it in my breath and to be able to rest and then give that to others is very satisfying
0: where are you at with breath church you know you're doing breath lab connected with dan Brule, and what's the future looking like for you right now with the breath
1: um i've gone deep six man i'm in stealth mode so i'm not on instagram currently i may pop back out but i have taken some time off of social to simply go deep in my personal practice my breath and spiritual practice, the more esoteric aspects of breath, and then the very practical application of them to my own mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional health and well-being. Because Breath Church is about to happen at scale, I believe. I've got some really interesting people who want to partner with me, and I've got some incredible facilitators who are working with me. We've kept Breath Church going every night 6 pm to 7 pm eastern standard time since march fifteenth, 2020 for free so i've got four continents on any given night australia europe u.s north or south america sometimes uk sometimes hong kong but always three to four continents in multiple locations around the united states canada's in the house mexico costa rica like everybody it's like 15 to 20 regulars and i do no advertising I have no funnel. You can go to breathchurch.card, C-A-R-R-D.co, which was a free landing page. I started at the beginning of COVID. I'm not trying to start an empire. I'm trying to serve the world for fun and for free with the best that I have, the best that I can. And so I yeah, I tried to push with click funnels and everyone was like, man, you got to leverage this COVID wave and all of the activity <laughs> and attention you've got. And you know what? That's not what I care about. So Breath Lab is still very much in play and it's in development. We have four pilot episodes up on YouTube and you can check that out anytime you'd like. And that is a a really cool conversation with some of the most interesting folks I know in Breath and I'm gonna continue that. That is definitely slated to be up and running within the next year in a much more large and full scale production level way. Breath Church is developing. I've got a record coming out soon, Breath Church episode one is going to be happening soon. And so I'll be dropping music that we use to breathe to at breath church. And that's really what breath church is, by the way, breath church is a place to belong, to breathe and belong, to listen to music. And I call it felt sensation training because we can program in sensations into our body that will remain there long after we're done breathing, depending on what we're thinking about while we're breathing. So neurological programming is absolutely vital. And that's one of the things I specialize in, using music and brain training to create experiences that wire in rapid transformation very quickly while you're just being entertained.
0: Which is so powerful. We met on similar journeys, and I think when we talk about commerce, growth, building these kind of audiences, people don't realize that we're here for impact. We come from backgrounds that were challenging we put our life savings and our blood, sweat and tears into building companies that can scale to impact the world. And um, it's not easy. We're here mm. as a service, you know, service media, right? Not social media. And I think that's what I loved about Breath Church and Breath Lab, you know, you bring in some of the, like world's foremost experts on the topic. You know me, I'm trained under Dr. Lisa mm. shout out breathing class. And um, I love the way you bring in the biomechanics together with the science and also the entertainment it's Mm -hmm. an important mission Mm. so let's talk about mental health a little bit because you've come from this crazy near-death experience what's your mental health regime look like what else are the things that you're doing to kind of just check yourself or catch yourself
1: with such a hectic schedule that's a great question and i have an extensive amount of my own personal healing that needs to be maintained every day physically mentally emotionally and spiritually because of the number of medical conditions that I manage. So mine is actually probably more extensive than the average bear. Um, I mean, I don't have a lot of wiggle room because of the folks that I take care of and the demands on my system are extreme before I get out of bed in the morning. And so. I give myself an enormous amount of grace, and I rarely try to operate above 60%. Love that. Uh, I am under strict instruction right now to sub-optimize to 60% intentionally. And the moment I feel it going above 60 to regulate, and if it peaks at 80, to bring it right back down immediately. So I try to work for four hours a day in a very focused, very flow state fashion, And prior to that, my own mental health regime is full of sauna and biohacking and high and low altitude, uh, altitude contrast, oxygen training, um, extensive meditation. And I actually get into breath work in a very, very, very unique way in the sauna. Um, Again, I'm playing with this Russian circuit, so it's a very long, very delicious, very slow inhale. And that's followed by an exhale, just dumping it out the mouth, like I say, like a box of rocks and letting the sigh of relief come. It's a neural trigger. And so I practice that throughout the day and I often stop and slow down. The sistema breathing has you breathe and then move. And every movement is preceded by a breath, like a moving coupler in a train. And so I practice breathing and moving. And then if I find myself fast and speedy and in sympathetic overload because I talk quite a bit and when you talk a lot you're mouth breathing more than average unless you intentionally have a practice otherwise so if I'm speaking a lot I'll be in sympathetic overload and I will simply stop zip the lip very slowly begin to fill my body starting with the tip of the nose going from the tip of the nose to the bridge of the nose and fill my body with lightness then i will see where that breath wants me to move and i will literally begin to let my body move in slow or normal motion in the direction that i want to go so that kind of constant continual awareness throughout the day of my mental physical emotional and spiritual condition and its effect on my physiology allows me to in real time regulate with my breath what would otherwise be a pretty serious series of you know neurological considerations given what I've been through and the amount that I have on my plate to deal with every day. Most people who've been through what I've been through are home curled up under the bed on their prescriptions. So I try to be very gentle. And I want to, I say this because I want to encourage everyone out there. If there are days when you simply have to pull the plug and sleep and rest, the world needs you at your most optimal. And sometimes that means intentional sub-optimization and That's what I'm here to bring to the platform is relaxation for people who have extreme demands on their system.
0: And with no guilt, right? None. We need to move to a society where if I want to take time, I'll take time. You know, you can't be on always. You know, we need to take time guilt free whenever we want. And I think COVID's really sped up the awareness of not just mental health, but the importance of checking yourself. I'm excited to see this change in society and in humans themselves, you know?
1: I think the day is coming where people will realize that the effect of a practice that appears to have no physical benefit whatsoever because there's nothing visibly changed when you're done, the benefit of that long term is undeniable. And as that begins to permeate society first with generally peak performers, and then it moves its way through the waters of culture. I think it's going to change, and it, it needs to change. The, the fact that there's even a conversation around guilt and taking time off is mm. an indicator, I think, of where we're at, and so we as humans need to stop this idea that we are doing our way into anything better. We are either going to be our way into something better, or we're not. But all the doing that humanity has been up to for, let's just say, the last collective 200 years has left us in exactly where we are now. So maybe if we take a little more time and balance the doing with some being, we'll have a little more balanced equation and a little more balanced society, a little more balanced global community. That's my hope.
0: Me too. Me too. Balance is certainly the key word. It's something that we live by. We live and breathe it, as we say. And um, I really hope we get there. Sage, it's always fascinating to talk to you. Tell us a little bit about the uh, track you're putting into the Breath Onyx app. app. Um, we're really excited about this, and obviously everyone can go check it out. We'll also link back to Sage's page, Breath Church, Breath Lab. Um, but tell us a bit about the track.
1: Mm, the track is designed to put you into a state of... Voluntary relaxation. It's relaxation training. As we just discussed, there's a society where some people need to be told not to feel guilty for simply relaxing. Well, following that along, then we probably also need to be trained how to relax. People say, I want to relax, but they don't know what that even means or feels like. And so, one of the things that I do for people is I train them like an Olympic coach and the art and practice of reliable calm and relaxation. So what I will be contributing to the communal stack of creative relaxation and dial down here at silent mode is uh, my offering. I've put together something special for the community that I think will benefit those who burn hot in the same way that I have tended to burn hot in my life. So I'm really excited to uh, Put it out there and see how people respond.
0: Once again, Sage, thank you so much, brother. And uh, I'll speak to you again soon. You got it, Bradley. Talk to you soon, man.